strap in, saddle up, it's time for the old wrestling podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to head over to our YouTube channel and hit that bell so you get notified when new episodes go live. Like and subscribe. Tell a friend to help out your boy. Today, we're talking about the anatomy of a top wrestler. What makes someone a top guy or gal in the industry? I have thoughts. I've been mulling this around. I think I've covered this in other episodes before. But to cut right to the chase, my belief is that someone at the top of their game in professional wrestling has a very set uh, set of <laughs> has a very defined set of moves, a very defined set of spots, and it allows the crowd to feel like they're a part of their match because they can call their spots. I'll give you. Uh, a perfect example, the Dudley Boys. Why did the Dudley Boys pop into mind? Well, I just saw the DLC reveal for WWE 2K24, and they are on the roster. I'm excited. Who doesn't love the Dudley Boys? But the Dudley Boys uh, in the early 2000s, uh, for a very long time, were at the top. It, they, they were the tag division. It was them, Edge and Christian, um, the Hardy Boys. That was, you know. Those were the guys, and the Dudley Boys were on the tippity tip top. And how can you tell the Dudley Boys were on the top? Because every time they hit the ring, not only did their music pop the crowd, but the moment their match began, the crowd can follow the progression from start to finish. They know when certain spots were going to happen, and they could participate in those spots. They had very a very set moveset, right? So when Devon went to the top rope and... Um, Bubba would, you know, put the opponent in the chicken wing and they hit that waza, which is to this day one of the worst things to happen in professional wrestling. Uh, the waza champ, uh, and the whole crowd popped and they did the waza. And Devon drove his forehead into the, uh, the other man's crotch. Everyone cheered, woo! And of course, the other spot is Devon, get the tables. Everyone was waiting for it, they called for it. Uh, Bubba had a specific motion. He would push his brother and they would go for their spot. The crowd would pop. Everyone would wait for the table spot. One, two, three. Everyone goes home happy, right? They can call their spots. I think one of the the best examples of my theory is Stone Cold. Stone Cold has maybe four moves. <laughs> maybe, maybe. His music hits, the glass shatters, the, the crowd pops. He makes his way to the ring. His opponent's probably already there. The bell rings. Stone Cold lays punches into the person. He hits a Luthez press. He might hit, I was going to say a, 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 a suplex. No, he'll throw them in the corner, stomp a mud hole in them. Uh, then he'll hit the Luthez press. Then he'll set them up for the stunner. Everyone calls for the stunner. One, two, three, match is over. Everyone's happy, right? Having a very defined moveset as a professional wrestler helps the crowd become part of the match. They can call certain spots, and especially when those, those spots get over, right? So someone like Randy Orton coming to the ring, calling his match, and then he'll go for the uh, second rope DDT. That's a spot that people are looking for and waiting for, and it always happens, and the crowd pops for it, right? Drew McIntyre, when he's calling for the Claymore, 
uh, Drew is a little, it doesn't really fit into my theory because his moveset is pretty varied. Like he does a lot of different things. And I think the only spot he really calls is the Claymore. So I'll, I'll retract that statement. But Stone Cold is very, let's stick with Stone Cold for a bit. Uh, Stone Cold has, like I said, maybe four moves, tops. But what makes him a top guy or made him a top guy is that in his matches on Raw or whatever that went for however long, five, ten minutes, he hit you know his spots, his certain set of moves, and you can call those spots. And then he, he would interject things here and there. But the crowd really knew what to expect once Stone Cold hit the ring, and they looked forward to those spots. If you put Stone Cold in a WrestleMania match that went 20 minutes or so, whatever, with The Rock and whatnot, you see the depth of his uh, skill set. You go, oh yeah, he was the ringmaster. Stone Cold is a, a legit professional wrestler. Uh, and you see different facets of your favorite professional wrestler. You go, oh man, I didn't know he can do that move or that move or that move. He's like, but he doesn't because he has an what is it? Um, not an economy of moves. He has he has condensed his moveset into the most effective way to win. And they frame it in the perfect way to get the crowd on their side. Roman Reigns is the same way. When he's a heel, obviously, his moveset condensed down to very few things. He calls his spots. People pop or boo it. And he gets over. His matches don't go very long. Or, or they go super long, <laughs> but he has very defined set of moves. But when you put them in a situation where they have to wrestle, then you see their uh, dynamicism. Dynamicism? Is that a word? <laughs> you see how dynamic they are in the ring, which I think really qualifies. It, it, it gives people perspective, right? Uh, to stick with Stone Cold, if you see him wrestle a 25, 30-minute match, and you see him doing, like, suplexes and, and you know top rope moves like he, what's his other move the uh, the the second rope elbow you know <laughs> like when you see them pull out uh submissions and do all this other stuff to to win when when their core moveset doesn't get the job done it gives them depth right you remember how good they are you you see other facets of their wrestling ability so that when they do get into uh a shorter match you're like, oh, that's why they have that economy of moves because those specific moves finish off opponents quickly and they're very effective at those moves. Uh, I think another perfect example, <laughs> given WWE and UFC have merged, and I mean, this is this works, Ronda Rousey. When Ronda Rousey entered the UFC, she was a specialist and people couldn't beat her because she had one move. Her move was the armbar. But the moveset around her armbar was always a setup for an armbar. So no matter what she did, she was working towards that armbar. She had a goal. So she would go in the, the cage, and every move she did was to make you do something so that it would let her get you in the armbar. That was her whole deal. And it was very effective for a while until they exposed her stand-up. In WWE, that's her first year of wrestling. That was her whole deal too. It was, let's get this person to an armbar. And that, in essence, should have made her like a superstar, a megastar. 
right? She had a really good first year. We're not going to go into Ronda. We have a whole episode on Ronda Rousey. But th- that's like the prototype for the perfect professional wrestler is oh, Bret Hart, another perfect one. Everything he was doing, he was telling a story in the ring, and all his moves were meant to get his opponent to the point where he could put them in the sharpshooter so he would work on whatever he had to do, whatever limbs he had to work on to get them weak so that when he put the sharpshooter in, sharpshooter, sharpshooter in uh, it was effective and he would win. That's what makes a top wrestler. I, I love Ricochet. I think he's one of the greatest high flyers to ever do it. But I can't tell you what his finisher is. I don't know what it is. I know he does a lot of incredible moves, jumping outside the ring, flipping over everything. But what's his finisher exactly? I don't. I can't call a spot for Ricochet because they're all so uh, dynamic, and but they're not. I, I don't feel like he does any one move more than once. And again, I'm super casual, so I don't take my word for it. What do you mean he doesn't do such as a? I don't know, but I can't call it. But I can definitely call a Stone Cold match, or I can call a Randy Orton match, or I can call a Cena match. And those guys have like condensed their moveset down to something so effective that fans can get behind it, call the spots, and be a part of the match. What do you think of my theory on top wrestlers in WWE? Let me know in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. And don't you ever forget... I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah!